Hey, and welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. And as I say, every single episode, we are still figuring out exactly what this podcast is going to be. But I do know that I love talking about all things social media, pop culture, and shenanigans. And my guest today is an internet historian, Izzy, also known as Izzy's. Izzy's, yes, Izzy's, 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 I'm horrible. Um, All valid, all valid. (laughs) But she is another YouTuber like myself, and she covers a variety of topics in internet deep dives, and her videos are always constantly getting me obsessed over websites that I was never even a part of when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, I want to know how Neopets fell apart. Absolutely. Let's learn about all their controversies. (laughs) So yes. Hi, thank you so much for coming on. That's okay. That's that's um, it's my pleasure. <laughs> you were officially the uh, furthest guest to be on the podcast, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. I feel like I get like ninety percent of my comments are just people who like don't understand anything I say because of my accent. So hopefully, I'm legible. <laughs> no, I think you're. I can totally understand you, and I'm deep Californian, so I yeah. Can. I I always am like baffled. I don't. I, like I don't really know whether it's like me or it's just like American people haven't met that many people from New Zealand because like people also say like oh like I like I love you like what's Britain like or like how's Australia I'm like <laughs> no <laughs> oh <Not> my gosh <laughs> yeah Americans have really bad like uh one listening comprehension is just not a skill on YouTube just it just isn't yeah. but I mean I think uh accent literacy is also just non-existent in Americans <laughs> it seems so crazy to me because it, it feels like like so many places in America have such like diverse communities of people like it seems like such a place with like so many different people can I mean I feel like New Zealand has a lot of people but I mean obviously America's bigger so I'm like surprised it's not like you know super like uh, so many different people like can spot an accent Mm -hmm. from anywhere but um, I feel like most Americans don't even know what New Zealand is so <laughs> They're like it's on that side of the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people are just like, oh, like the one with like the hobbits, right? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would be surprised the number of people who like genuinely think hobbits are like real. <laughs> it's like, um, I mean, not really. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm like obsessed. I kind of want to see what your DMs look like. <laughs> It's mainly just like comments that are just like very like uninformed about what New Zealand is. And yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's understandable for people who think I'm from like Australia or whatever, because it's like quite similar, but like British or like, like South African as well. And I'm like, how did you get that from this? But (laughs) I mean... It's okay. <laughs> it doesn't bother me, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, you cover such a variety of topics, and your thumbnails are always incredible, and you always have incredible makeup looks, which is like one of the things I'm always like, okay, great, I get to see what Izzy's makeup looks are doing. Like your recent videos, you got virus or deep web horror, the story of Luna Game, the rise and fall of Girls Go Games. <laughs> Yeah, such a variety of topics. And I feel like my videos are long because I ramble and I talk in circles and I don't script anything beforehand. But your videos are long because you really do like full on deep dives into the timelines of the downfalls of so many of these internet milestones. I guess that's the word. Yeah. Cultural events. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel like literally most of that just comes from the fact that I like, 
I cannot ad-lib. Like, I feel like so many YouTubers, like, I'm so, I envy those who can, like, speak, like, really eloquently, like, off the cuff, just super, like, structured. But when I get in front of a camera and I don't have, like, an exact script to follow, I just, like, literally the worst word salad, just nonsense rambling you've ever heard. Like, I had a few older videos on my channel where I thought I could do that and they're gone because I can't. So, like, <laughs> I feel like most of the time just, like, the whole, like, scripted thing just really comes from the fact that, like, I mean, obviously it's good because, you know, you can sort of, like, format it and lay it out and get all your sort of thoughts onto paper kind of thing. But, um, yeah, half of it is just because I can't speak. So it's just easier for me to, like, structure it and be like, okay, you just need to say these words according to the script and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I also think some people just think that it really is easy to, like, just talk into a camera. And it's, like, sometimes it's super weird, like, the disconnect between, okay, I'm talking to a lens, but like I need to make sure that people understand what I'm saying and that's not a natural mindset for people to be in when they're trying to convey something, which is why I always say, like I talk in circles and then I get comments every once in a while on my channel starts getting promoted randomly. I get comments like, well, I've never seen someone who's so condescending because what I say a lot is, I say, does that make sense? But it's not from a place of like, are you understanding what I'm saying? It's me making sure that I'm actually making sense because I spoke in circles so many times. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you like have the same thing, but sometimes I feel like I have like crisis crises where like I'm like I'm talking into the camera, like what I'm saying isn't making sense. Like I'm completely like floundering on the lines, and I just like I'm like fuck, like this isn't working, like shit. And then I'm just sitting there, like like I'm just like yelling into a camera alone in my room right now like what am I doing <laughs> you have a moment of conscious thought where you're like yeah. oh my god like I look I look ridiculous right now yeah. like if someone if someone walked by my window they would think I'm insane like yeah absolutely it's like how did my life come to this <laughs> yes yes oh my gosh absolutely but yeah no you cover such a variety of fandom topics that I'm I'm so obsessed with because I am just terminally online. And so there's so many things that I'm just like, okay, I need someone to discuss this with. But like your yeah. video, your video on the toxicity of the Voltron fandom was I it was stuff that I had heard about. Like, I think I watched like the first two seasons. And then I think I just kind of stopped following up when it started getting updated. But like I heard all of the the crumbling infrastructure of a fandom from like afar. And so your video condensing it all into like I was like, oh my, it's just like every two minutes there's something more and more wild that you shared about like like people getting threats that were just voice actors on a show and stuff and it's insane yeah it was really crazy I had like uh like a lot of friends who were like because I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was like super super deep in it but I had a lot of friends who were like like I was in the battlegrounds like you need to talk about this <laughs> and like after I put the video out literally like one of the voice actors got in contact with me and they're like yeah it's like pretty much even worse than you see and I was like oh my god yeah it was oh. very rough <laughs> yeah have you had when you do make videos about that because I know like there's a variety of other like I'll say video essayist I think that's probably yeah. a good category yeah like who I know cover like a variety of fandom drama and stuff and it's they always there's always at least a subset of backlash for it that's people when as assuming that they know nothing about that they were never a part of that fandom or were never a fan of something that they are talking about but then also just immediately assume that they're like 
making up things to make things seem worse. But then even like you just said, like you had one of the voice actors reach out to you to say, oh yeah, no, it was worse. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see any backlash to it once you put out videos like that or? Yeah, well, that's like an interesting topic because I've had a lot and I've seen a lot of discourse about like, you know, similar people, Um, like obviously I won't name names, but I'm sure most people know the general other video essayers that I'm kind of grouped in with. Like people like that who they kind of get criticized and I do as well for sort of people saying like, it's like disingenuine, they're not real fans of the things they talk about like they're just sort of using these fandoms for clout sort of thing which I think is like quite an interesting conversation because I mean I feel like there's validity to it but at least in my case like the Voltron one like uh, people kind of assumed that like since I wasn't like one of the people actually like engaging in these like super crazy fandom events you that, you like, weren't was... in the battlegrounds like you yeah, were yeah you, were, you weren't on the front lines basically yeah exactly and I, I people have like said you know like because of that that I don't care about like anything I talk about but like I feel like pretty much everything I talk about I was like a big fan of and if not sort of like in the Voltron case I was at least there for it and I have friends who were very much there for it and yeah I mean I think like I said it's sort of like a valid conversation but it's kind of like you said like I mean you didn't need to be actively engaging in like harassment <laughs> to be like to be knowledgeable about what was going on you know yeah it's interesting I mean I was generally like sort of in the general kind of tumblr fandom area and you know I've like I've seen it and everything and sort of was kind of on the sidelines when all of that was happening and I mean I thought it was bad then and then when I researched it I thought it was bad and then when people actually like more people came forward like the voice actor and stuff like that I was like no it's it was worse <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of a rabbit hole of like oh uh, yeah <laughs> I probably understated yeah. it if anything <laughs> well I think the thing that so many people like even when we when you do cover something that you maybe you weren't directly involved in, like so much of the information that is out there about things, even if you do more of a deep dive, like you're still never going to really know the details of what's going on, especially like that voice actor reaching out to you. Like we have no idea how many DMs they got sent, you know, being like, hey, how dare you speak about this ship or whatever, you know, like we really yeah, have no yeah. idea about the details or if anyone called the Netflix offices and was like, hey, I'm sending death threats you know like we really don't because like at a certain yeah, point yeah. when things are getting that bad the logical thing for these not creators that's not the word these um showrunners actors all of that like it's smarter to keep it quiet to not encourage more of that behavior yeah I mean it would be crazy if like <laughs> if uh, like Netflix or something came out with a statement like stop harassing the showrunners of Voltron like on their Twitter or something like that would just become like a meme or something like that like I feel like these big corporations just like never acknowledge it because that just adds fuel to the fire yeah but then I feel like also there is such a degree of it where it's like well I mean you're not on the you're not clocked in when you're getting the harassment so really we don't have to deal with it you know and it is like a that's a you problem you have health care like go go to therapy <laughs> on your own time you know like that's yeah for sure <laughs> I mean that's like quite an interesting point as well because I'm sure that you've probably had it in the past too but it is quite hard like because I like spend quite a lot of time like trying to do research and stuff but pretty much in almost every video I do get things wrong and it's quite hard because I feel like people sort of hold you to the standard where like you are like the one true like source of information and it's like so tough because I'm always just like getting like little things wrong and sometimes things come out after the fact and like I feel bad because like it's hard to sort of get all the information 
like before you make the video I feel like most of the information that like I get comes after because people like hey like I was there and etc but you know you don't have that before you make it so it can be a little bit difficult with stuff like that. Yeah, or someone commenting on your video even like, why didn't you talk about this? It's like, well, I didn't yeah. find information about that. <laughs> and like, at the end of the day, I think people forget that like, we're YouTubers, like we're not journalists or researchers. Like this is literally like just this weird hobby that turned into like some form of like a full-time job in a sense. And uh, my favorite comments are, I did a video on how TikTok made me hate this building in New York. 432 Park Avenue. Oh, yeah, yeah. This building meant for built for these billionaires and stuff. And I made I was just mainly talking about how ugly this building is. And it's like, oh, this building costs so much and it costs so much to live there and it's miserable there. And the amount of comments I still get on like a weekly basis telling me that I know nothing about architecture. I shouldn't talk <laughs> about things that I don't know anything about. And it's like, you're right. I'm a YouTuber who's making fun of this ugly toothpick building. That is it. <laughs> I never I never claimed to be an authority on architecture. <laughs> like yeah. the fact that you're simping for a building is super weird <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I feel like people come out in defense and like the weirdest situations really funny sometimes I get like you'll get notifications of people commenting like hate and then you'll see like they've replied to like every other top comment like being like no actually like so it was like one of these people who'd like replied to like every comment like made on the video with their own like thing but they were saying like because I put out that video about Luna Game and sort of talked a little bit about the Brony community and stuff. And, and they said something like, oh, she like liked comments that were like anti-Brony, like she hates the My Little Pony community. It's like, I, I don't know why I would make a video on it if I didn't like it. <laughs> I think also like back to the initial point about, you know, people criticizing or claiming that like, oh, you weren't involved in this thing, so you can't talk about it. I think that's also like kind of dismissive of just like, research and just and mm. again I just said we weren't researchers or journalists or anything like that but like I mean research is involved yeah research is involved in like at the end of the day like social media is still like a fairly new medium and still the wild wild west as far as like the information and events coming out about it and the things are unfolding like in real time we're still learning all the details about stuff that happened years ago and all of that and it's like I mean some like are we not allowed to compile information or make do our own research on anything, whether like if I tomorrow decided that I was going to, you know, make a video talking about Club Penguin and, you know, some random elements of it, even though I haven't played Club Penguin since I was eight, does that mean I am a Club Penguin hater? Like if I criticize, <laughs> yeah. like if I criticize any aspect of it, like, or even like, what's another, like, again, I've never played Neopets. If I make a video talking about like, oh, here's all this information I found on Neopets. And I'm just talking about that information. Am I wrong for being able to like even just share more information about what is like make it easier to find for people? Like it is an interesting question and all of that. I feel like it's one of those things where like I've seen a lot of channels where, um, you know, like people will talk about like historical events or and I mean, I'm not comparing like Neopets to like a historical <laughs> event, but like yeah, I feel like it's sort of a similar thing. Like, I mean, obviously, if you were there for something that's going to add a different that's going to add like another dimension of perspective to it and you're going to inherently be more knowledgeable without the research but then I, I've watched a lot of videos on things that people obviously weren't there for or things that people sort of they weren't really part of it but they still want to cover it and I mean I feel like if the research is good I still genuinely enjoy like videos like that and sort of like I said earlier like generally most things 
I cover I cover because I want to or because it was part of my childhood like girls go games and warrior cats and my little pony and all that kind of stuff or it's just something that was like and I was in the vicinity for like just a lot of the tumblr stuff so it's all sort of like nostalgic for me so I mean I feel like I like personally I draw from a bit of a place of like knowledge but I mean in some cases like you you just draw from research which I think is like equally fine and it's sort of interesting like how you brought up the sort of like opinion thing like a few times I generally try to just keep it sort of like the facts but like I put my like opinion in there sometimes and yeah people really don't react very well to that because I I don't know I, I guess they sort of interpret my opinion as like I'm trying to state it as fact but like I feel like YouTubers have to put so many disclaimers on their videos like they have to spend 20 minutes saying like this isn't like this isn't fact like this is just my opinion like don't come for me like I I didn't mean it like and people still leave comments like like fuck you like <laughs> you're saying that this is like a thing but it's not yeah it's, it's quite tough it's hard to know how people react to things honestly and it's hard to sort of divorce fact from opinion when people just take it all as like one thing you know I think also because when you're especially with the topics that you cover like you mentioned nostalgia like for some people like this was their whole childhood some of the stuff you're talking about and so for them, maybe they did only have a positive experience because maybe, yeah, they were involved in the Voltron fandom, but, you know, they weren't on Tumblr. They just did it on other platforms or they were just a fan of the show and had friends in school that were a fan of it. Maybe they see it as like, oh, retroactively, I'm being attacked because I was a fan of this thing, so I'm being looped in. But yeah, it's kind of like what you said. It's hard to divorce the whole, like, the minefield of opinions and, like, it's a battleground out here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I say it like a lot, like it's like some super like serious thing that everyone's like sending hate or whatever, but it's absolutely not. Like most of the stuff I talk about is just like goofy, nostalgic stuff, and most people are like, yeah, like that was like I remember that it was fun and like goofy and stuff, and like it's mostly totally fine. It's it's just a few like times there have been sort of like a little bit of like strife or whatever, but for the most part, like it's totally fine. It is not a big deal at all, but. Yeah, I, I guess it just makes you sort of, like, I feel like as starting off as a, like, YouTuber, I was just really, like, brash and stuff and just, like, going in, like, full force, just, like, stupid, like, uninformed opinions on, like, random topics. And then I was like, okay, like, you have to not be a dick, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, with myself, I just try to be like, okay, here's the facts that I was able to find here's if I have any bias, here's my bias, here is my opinion portion. What here? What's your opinions, you know, and then I can stoke the comment section at the same time, you know, and I think maybe with your content, because so much of it is just like, I don't want to say just a timeline, but like you just kind of do a beat by beat so that maybe some people do see it as like a little harder to interpret when you are sharing your opinions versus talking about the actual facts of a downfall or like the unfolding of I don't want to say drama because that's not what some of this is some of this is just like unhinged fan behavior <laughs> like it's yeah like <laughs> I feel like it's kind of funny like uh, when people use like the word drama for things so like I feel like it's so, it's used so like randomly on the internet these days like it'll be something like super serious and people are like oh it's just like drama <laughs> it's like like oh is it like if there's like jail time involved is it drama yeah yeah people <laughs> send me stuff and I'm like hi I am not the authorities like this yeah. is this is a pedophile do not send can you do a video on this person it's like this is a pedophile like contact yeah. someone 
that's not yeah, a youtuber this uh, i feel like uh, i like i got get that a lot as well because it's it's crazy like people will like contact you and be like oh you know like you should cover like this or like you should cover this and i don't know if you i'm maybe you have but like that's like a cosplayer thing that happened recently with the cosplayer who ended up like accidentally killing their friends oh yeah yeah it's happening i'm seeing it all over tiktok and people are like treating it like it's this weird like oh my gosh so i guess the cosplay girlies are killing people now and it's like what are you talking about like someone's dead it's crazy yeah i've gotten quite a lot of uh, like dms and comments saying like hey like you should cover this topic and it's like I don't know. I feel like the weird, like, desire to turn, like, a tragedy that just happened into content is quite, like, insidious, you know? Like, I don't blame these people for, like, feeling that way because I feel like social media with, like, true crime stuff and everything, it kind of conditions you to see this stuff as, you know, I want to, I don't want to know the story. I want to, like, consume it. But it's quite hard, like, for me, like, sometimes, you know, you fall into, especially earlier on when I, started off sort of doing like drama content I guess um it was easy to sort of see stuff like that as like oh you know it's like a juicy story and it's like sucks that it kind of conditions you to feel like that especially for like younger kids because I feel you got to take a step back and realize like no that's like a it's a a murder case it's not content yeah (laughs) like yeah I think though also because like to some people, like I, I think some people really see content creators as like their only, like their, I don't want to say their news, but like they want to hear our takes on things. And sometimes they want us to be the ones doing the research and, you know, compiling everything and all of that for them. So part of it is like, hey, I want to know the details of this case, but you know, maybe you have more resources than I do. And it's like, no, I I really have access to the same information that you do. Unless, you know, I reach out to someone and ask for an interview or I do something like that. And even then it's like someone is dead in the case of this cosplayer. Like someone is dead. There was this other uh, thing where um, recently on uh, a popular creator on TikTok and I want to say OnlyFans as well, um, there was allegations of child neglect coming out about this. And people were like, demanding that all of these creators on TikTok and stuff were like commenting on it. And it's like, one, they just found out everything that we just found out. And two, it's like, because they they spoke with someone once on a TikTok collab or whatever, does not mean they knew about all this other stuff that was going on or just happened even. It's like, can you comment on this? And it's like, I mean, sometimes the, the right response is to just, you know, cut them off and be done you know, with certain things like that. It's one of those things sort of like we were talking about earlier, like, I feel like not when people are like demanding your research be better, because you know, it it can always be better. And that kind of criticism is good. But people who sort of take your word as like gospel and super serious about it. And it's like, I shouldn't be your news source. I'm a random person just filming stuff like, for a YouTube channel, like, I, I shouldn't be the only way that you hear about these topics you know like especially if they're like really serious ones I mean like it's really fine to just like watch a sort of goofy video but uh, you know I think relying on one youtuber or one tiktoker or whatever to get all your news from can be dangerous because they're I mean in most cases they're not like professionals they're not like the media they're just like you said they have the complete 
complete same resources that we do, just articles pretty much. So like, yeah, yeah. creating a micro bubble for yourself. I also think that's dangerous for, I mean, an internal struggle for people because like eventually, because it's just everyone's human, like they're going to get something wrong. And then suddenly your one source of information that you trust is now not trustful to you anymore because they got something wrong or they even they said something that you disagreed with. And then now it's like, oh, no, they're the enemy. And like, I've definitely had that, you know, with because I try not to get I don't say I try not to get I choose not to involve a lot of like my own political opinions and certain things. But I mean, it's not hard to figure out if you watch some of my videos. And then if I ever say something explicit, then someone and I, without fail, like I have a video coming out tomorrow, I think, where I said, get vaccinated because two people in my family got COVID. Like, please get vaccinated. And I already know I'm going to get at least two emails telling me to stop spreading missed science information or something like that, you know? like Yeah, I, I think it's quite hard because like, it is really one of those things where like, when you say a thing, or even when you state opinions, like, I feel like a lot of people don't quite realize just how much you get like slammed from either side. Like if you explicitly go out and say something like the side that like disagrees with that, I guess like fully like comes in and like vice versa, you know, like it's sort of like one of those things where like, I mean, it's the right thing to do. Like obviously like saying get vaccinated is like common sense completely. But like, I feel like people don't realize how many like, people will just like come into your dms and be like like oh like stop spreading information like or like i've said a few times just things like trans people having rights or like lgbtq stuff and people will be like oh like i was like on board up until that point (laughs) it's like it's crazy like it seems like common sense to you when you say these things but then you realize just how many people are like totally unhinged and will just like come and be like oh like why did you say that like yeah honestly I don't know how to teach people like I the thing I like to say when I when I get comments in my dms or something I'll just I'll either just ignore it or like with anti-vaxxers right now I just block on site like I'm like I'm I have no patience for it right now like I, I almost lost my dad to this like I have no patience for it and so, but like, there's times where I just feel like, you know, like, I don't know how to te- tell you how that you should care for people if like, you're, you don't, like, you should think about other people than yourself. Like, I don't know how to explain that to you. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those things where like, it happens so often that like, I feel like you can't even address all of it. You can't individually go to all these people and like in depth explain like, hey, like you should get vaccinated because COVID fucking kills people. Like you don't have the energy to like explain this to everyone. You just have to sort of give up at some point and be like, well, it's not really my responsibility to make this person have empathy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, killer clowns. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I just want, I I have your your YouTube open on on another tab and I was like, okay, what's a video we can change this topic? Yeah, yeah, sorry, that got, like, quiet, like, a deep. No, we're <laughs> like, good. Yeah, we got deep. Anyway, hi, get vaccinated. Small shenanigans approved. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never got the chance to watch your, uh, your, the bizarre 2016 clown invasion, but I remember one that was happening, and, uh, I was, gosh, I was finishing up high school at that time, I think, because that was the year I graduated, and that was just, like, such a weird time, because pe- I knew, I knew people who were driving around with, like, in in Southern California, I don't even think we had in Orange County in my town. I don't even think we had any sightings of the clowns. Like, I don't think that was ever a thing 
in my town area, but I know people who were driving around with baseball bats in their car, specifically for clowns. Like they were like, oh my prepared. God. I was like, you're fine. And then I, <laughs> was there anything that you found where you were like, this was like a genuine worrying concern or was it just all like random hoax stuff? Um, I mean, like, it's I feel like it's one of those things where it kind of like started as a hoax but then like when people started hearing about it it's that sort of like copycat thing where like suddenly everyone was actually doing it and it genuinely became a problem but by that point people were confused of whether it was a hoax or not so it just like kind of spiraled out of control I mean like in New Zealand I mean it's like pretty small here so we don't really have it on the scale that you guys in America did, but I mean, I'm pretty sure we still had, like, a few, like, clown sightings here, so it was, like, pretty crazy, because the vibe you got was, like, oh my god, if, like, it's it's spread to New Zealand, you know, it's bad, like... Like it's the like it's the pandemic. Yeah, it's like spreading like a virus, like a clown virus. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I I just remember my favorite like around that time. I say my favorite loosely, but somewhat there was a police department. I don't know if you covered this, but there was a police department that said if you see one of these clowns, remember that they are humans and to not cause them any harm. And it was like they have they have machetes like what else are we supposed to like okay hey man what's up you know like i like the implication of that that people think the clowns aren't humans yes <laughs> like it's some like, other no, like beast it's not that yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it's like yes yeah, i feel like most of it was just like for like fake prank videos but then like i feel like i've heard people genuinely be like yeah clowns came to my school and i'm like what <laughs> yeah no, I remember there was this one college where there was like, oh God, I want to say it was California, but I don't think so. But there there was like a sighting of two clowns on campus and everyone left their dorms in a horde yeah. to go and hunt down the clowns. Yeah. And there was like videos of them all like swarming the campus, like going yes. on a clown hunt. <laughs> It's actually so like, like you want to genuinely how it got to that point. Like, yeah. Oh, college kids are looking for a reason to go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just like uh, they probably would have done it anyway with or without the clowns. Yeah, (laughs) it's only a matter of time. Yeah, for sure. Are there any in any of your like uh, whether you were super involved in the fandom or not or anything like that? Were there any deep dives or any things that you covered where you just found something like what was the most wild fandom story or like deep dive or something that you found out like maybe that you didn't know before doing your research into these websites, fandom topics, girl boss, industry plants? Like, is there anything? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, like, kind of like I said, you'll do a video and then someone actually involved will kind of like reach out to you. And it's always pretty interesting, like seeing a sort of an inside perspective that's happened in sort of a few topics. But I mean, uh, it's really hard to pick the wildest thing because I mean, you can pick more than one. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like the uh I'm trying to like think of what videos I've done it literally like once I put a video it just slips my mind completely I mean I did a like a warrior cats video towards the end I sort of talked about this sort of like mysterious uh, like a lady that was sort of involved in the fandom and her name was Sue Suzanne and she had done all these like little edits to the characters and then the like author completely like threw her under the bus when people got pissed off and literally no one knows who she is and I actually got an email from her like afterwards 
And she was like, yeah, like, I'm Sue Suzanne. And I was like, holy shit, but she never actually ended up responding to me responding to her. So I was like, okay. I mean, when I was doing the one that I just put out um, about Luna Game, that's probably one of my favorite ones because it was just like some random obscure game from like 10 years ago. And just as I happened to like be writing this video, the like anonymous creator came out like after 10 years of silence. And I was like, oh, what, what were the chances of this happening? <laughs> yeah, that was just like crazy because I went into it expecting to be like, oh, you know, it's a mystery that will never be solved, but it just kind of solved itself. <laughs> so it's like, that's convenient. Okay, there is one other video of yours that I just, I feel like we need to talk about because this was such, when I was in high school, I was like, I think I could make people think I have this. Um, so Alexandria's Genesis. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they knew it was going to be that. <laughs> For anyone listening who's not in the know, Alexandria's Genesis is, in your own words, Izzy, the internet's fakest, not disease, the fakest, yeah, just fakest disease, um, which was, it was, I want to say, was it started on Tumblr? Because that's where I heard about it. That's where I initially heard about it. Yeah, it was definitely spread on Tumblr, but it, it originated on uh, like a Daria fan forum. It was like part of a Daria <laughs> fan fiction is of where it came from. Oh and my so god. It, like she gave her Daria OCs, uh, the purple eyes and everything. It was like, yeah, they have a disease called Alexandria's Genesis. And then somehow from that like super obscure Daria fan fiction forum from like the early internet it somehow came onto like the modern internet and then you get all those like like deep fried instagram like infographics like did you know like that you can get a disease where (laughs) and that's like yeah one in one in two million people have it where (laughs) they don't sweat they age very slowly and this and that i remember t- tumblr the other one that went that i saw constantly was like a wiki how that someone had made where it was how to convince people you have alexandria's genesis and it was like wear purple contacts get a new <laughs> get a new uh driver's license that says you're older than you are reference historical events as if you were there like it's like the most wild <laughs> it's thing crazy it's so funny because i feel like those wiki has always just like confirmed to me that like the main demographic for these like really random like rumors are just like tweens who are in like primary school and like middle school and because I feel like I was literally like that kind of person who would be like yeah like I have Alexandria's Genesis like you can't really see it in this light but like (laughs) just like randomly just being like yeah like I'm sure I have this disease that makes me like special (laughs) yeah if you ever had a phase where you try to convince someone you were a mermaid or a werewolf like I did um you probably at one point were like I think I have Alexandria's Genesis it's just that the green eyes that I currently (laughs) have are actually contacts and it's to protect my safety like it's the the unhinged (laughs) the unhinged twin girl like i can like change them at will but like the like authorities are hunting me down so i like have to pretend (laughs) (laughs) oh my god literally i don't have superpowers but (laughs) i actually do (laughs) yeah it's like i'm like I can't tell like anyone, but like I'm telling you because like you're my bestie, so like you can know. <laughs> uh, it's like crazy. I feel like it's that and like the same demographic, but like those who write fan fiction, like that's totally something I would give like my Mary Sue characters on like Wattpad or something. <laughs> yes, like she had a severe car accident, and now her eyes are blue or eyes are purple, and no one knows why. They glow in the dark. 
<laughs> like, oh my god, I'm actually crying because I swear I remember like random stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, she got in like a physical accident and like her hair turned white and her eyes turned blue. Like, how? <laughs> like, that's a thing. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, no, there's a uh, Alexandria's Genesis popped up again on a uh, TikTok not too long ago. I want to say it was Jayus. Uh, there's a TikToker who goes by the name Jayus. Half of TikTok wants to fight them. But they they made a video talking about, did you know there's a disease that gives you purple eyes? Like they basically made like a did you know video and treated it like it was real. And I'm like, okay, I can't tell if they're trying to get troll views or if they genuinely believe that like they did research on it. Yeah, because I feel like it's one of those things where like, I feel like people would like see those like random Instagram like infographics like it's the same thing where like they do like fun fact did you know that this lady was dead for 60 days and came alive when her son visited her grave or something like that like it's completely like not true but like you put it in like that instagram format and people are like wow like i didn't didn't know that (laughs) this is a time traveler he has this (laughs) thing that he claims is an alternate version of the beatles soundtrack or whatever and it's like (laughs) okay and like he could have like there's literally a zillion other reasons of why he can have things to bring from the like future like an alternate reality (laughs) thing like i brought the beatles <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, but it's the it's funny because with I don't know if you're on TikTok at all, but like seeing people they refer to it as like Tumblr 2.0, and like there's so many parallels that are happening on TikTok that happen on Tumblr. But the main difference is is just how I guess public TikTok is. Like there, it's very hard to be I guess anonymous on TikTok because mm. it's so much of it is people's faces, and so yeah, one it's there's more of an attack effect on TikTok with it. Like I can't just make a lying fake post on Tumblr anymore. Like I have to lie to a camera and that's very different on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, people on TikTok do it with ease though. Like people just like come on the screen and like, Hey guys, like, did you know? It's like, they would just say the most like outlandish thing. And it's like, wow, you said that very confidently. Yeah. The new thing as well is this is not financial advice, but, or, Mm. um, Now, I cannot confirm this, but, and it's like, let me just spread this drastic misinformation about this random thing. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where, like, if people want to believe it, they will. So, like, that sort of disclaimer at the start is almost, like, comforting. Like, oh, I don't have to, like, actually, like, take stock in anything this person says, but it's kind of juicy, so. (laughs) Like, my thing lately that I started doing just for funsies with videos is, like, when I find out something that's, like, a random science fact or, like, a, a science theory that someone tells me or I hear about on TikTok, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to do a deep dive video on how this ruined my life for a week. And like, just <laughs> do a, yeah. like there was this whole trend about how apparently we don't know how uh, European eels like reproduce. And like, if you cut open eels and I was like, okay, I need to know what the answer is. And apparently we do know how they do it because they can forcibly hormone eels and put them in a tank. And it doesn't happen super often, but we have in fact seen eels mate in captivity but it's ah. like, yeah, but we don't know how they mate in the wild. And we've never actually, like, there's still so much, like, they're, they're eel, we know what eels are. Like, it's not like they're on the bottom of the ocean. We know, like, see, I'm getting worked up. This ruined my life for a week. It's, yeah, <laughs> literally. I was just about to say, it's, like, so funny that, like, a random TikTok or something, like, talking about eels can, like, literally spark, like, a crisis. Like, for the next week, you'll be like, I need to know this. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh no. I literally like doing, like I was doing basically doing the research on camera. And like, there was one point, this is how I knew I was sleep deprived because I was reading an article talking about how there are certain freshwater fish that mimic eels, but they are not actually part of the eel family. And that made me so sad. I started, I almost started crying. I was oh like, my Oh my God, I need to log off. I need to go touch grass. Like this is a problem. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Like it's like I said at the very start, like it's one of those things where like, sometimes you'll be like so deep and like you haven't slept in ages. Like this video is taking up your life that like the most random things will like set you off. Like the other day I was like recently, searching a video for like this restaurant that shut down called like Garfield Eats I'm sure that you followed that that drama (laughs) yeah so I was like researching for that and like literally that just unlocked a part of my brain so like unearthed the the memories but like yeah it's um I was like researching it and like I was trying to find out if the owner, because the owner is actually, like, he's just bizarre, but, like, I I actually went into, like, a crisis because, like, it showed my family one of these videos that was, like, really funny. It was him, and I was like, oh, look, he's so, like, this video is so strange and weird. Like, he's acting so strangely. And then they were like, are you sure this isn't satire? And then I looked, and I was like, is this satire? And literally it sent me into, like, a spiral. And I was like, (laughs) I haven't slept. Like, I don't know what's real and what's not. Like, and I still don't. No, and I'm, like you said, I'm like getting worked up thinking about it now because like I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, oh. Yeah, my favorite thing to do is like when my dad gets – because my dad is super online now too, which is a <laughs> curse in and of itself because he'll just – He'll just send me random TikToks and be like, what do they mean by this? And now I'm explaining who Christine Chan is to my father. And like, it's the, there's so many things where I'm just like, this is bad. Like, I'm just going to hit the abort button. We're deleting the internet. But (laughs) there was a time where him and my brother were just obsessed with the, I don't know if you ever heard the, saw the, uh, the news footage of the grab him by the pussy guy and how that started a ripple effect. And they were obsessed. They were like, it's so crazy that he did it so many times. And I'm like, you know, that was fake, right? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's not. And then I found the video of the guy who's like, yeah, no, I made it up. Here's the video that I made up. And I did all this and like, just, and it like ruined his day for, and he did not speak to me. Like it's, it's wild how much of it is like, it's hard to tell what's satire and what's not sometimes on the internet, but also so much of it is like, I don't know if you've ever covered, um, I think it's Mr. Wrinkles is what he went by the, uh, the clown guy. I, I'm afraid because I don't know what that is. And that's <laughs> okay. Mr. Wrinkles was the, was the clown guy who you could call him. And he was basically the scary looking clown man who would come to part. It was allegedly who would come to parties and scare your children. And he had the creepiest voice message, but half of the, like the, but the, it ended up being a hoax. They did a documentary on it, all of that. It was all like a plan. But the whole thing with wrinkles was that there was all these YouTube videos that were made that were like from security cameras or like found footage of like wrinkles showing up and like, oh, this is the last footage we have everyone at this party. And you just see wrinkles walking in in the background and people believed it. And it was like, and half of like, there was all these YouTubers who would like call the line, like Sam and Colby did uh, videos where they called the number and like left threatening messages for wrinkles, the clown and all this stuff. And it was just all fake. It's one of those things where it's like, there's like J station, like calling this number at like 1am. Like (laughs) you won't believe what happened. (laughs) Except like it's Mr. Wrinkles instead of like a boss baby or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like, there's so many things too, that like 
are have been proven hoax or like the person who created it came forward and was like, oh yeah, no, this was fake. I did it because I wanted to and I was bored and X, Y, and Z. And people still, they cho- either they choose not to look at that and they're like, okay, but how do we know that was really his project? Like he, the other guy isn't in this video, you know? And so there are people who choose to, when even shown the truth of like, oh yeah, no, this was fake. They still choose to believe that it was real. Yeah, well, it's crazy because, like, sort of on the topic of, like, satire and hoaxes and stuff, I feel like it is actually, like, bonkers how far some people will go. Like, you think to yourself, like, someone would never go to this extent just because they were bored. But they do all the time. (laughs) It's crazy how much free time some people have and they will, like, literally do whatever it takes to, like, further this random lie that they made when they were like bored it's crazy yeah oh no i have uh i know people who like in college were like hey i kind of want to start an urban legend for fun and they would like spend their nights in college in their dorm rooms like getting their friends together to be like okay so what on the squarespace website let's make a deep dive art like they would spend their time doing deep dives on things i'm like i don't want to say what any of them were because i kind of don't want to know if anything actually was taken as fact i don't want to add to yeah, it maybe they actually created it for real <laughs> yeah and also like sometimes it was not good like sometimes it was like involving real living people and i'm like eh, i don't think that's a good idea yeah but yeah no it's wild what some people will do with like their free time for creating some of these hoaxes and i don't think see i wonder if any of those can really be done these days to the same degree because i think so much of it is like oh it's an arg now and it's just like people like kind of tag that label on anything they can't readily explain or understand when it comes to YouTube content. I've done a lot of like topics where like I've looked into ARGs or ARG adjacent sort of topics and there are like subreddits like literally as soon as someone sees like a weird post even if it isn't an ARG even if it's just some like spam bot they'll be like new ARG drops so it's like I feel like you can't really do anything sort of like that these days without people clocking that it's fake really like the thing with alexandria's genesis and all that is sort of like that was created like early internet and spread through like the early 2010s which was like i feel like the golden age of just like ridiculous internet rumors like i remember going on snopes like daily to be like like is it true that like this ridiculous thing like happened and it was always like no but like I feel like things just like spread so often or it's like those I think I mentioned it in my Luna game but like I have such fond memories of those like silly like like don't stop reading this you're reading it now like there's a girl at the end of your bed and she's gonna like kill you at like 10 a 10 p.m if you don't like send this to 10 friends and like repost it and like I literally, like, people believed that. Like, oh, well, if maybe there's not a girl at my end of the, my, the end of my bed, and if she's not going to show up at midnight, but, like, what if something else bad happens because I didn't send this to 14 people? Like, maybe I should just do that. But also in that same, like, I think misinformation definitely spreads very quickly now. But, I mean, as far as, like, like, me saying something in a TikTok is one thing, but me taking a video, purposely making it, and then putting it out, and then kind of hoping that it takes on a life of his own, I don't think could happen now. And I shouldn't use me as an example because like someone would just be like, oh man, is making a new YouTube series. Like someone would just do that if I did anything weird. But like the only thing I can think of is like, 
like finding a video that I took maybe years ago, altering it some way and then putting out and be like, you guys, I found this. Like, what should I do? Like there's, there was a, look at this ghost that's like been following me and all this footage from five years ago. You know, like that's the only thing that I could really do. Well, there was that like series a while ago. I don't know if you were there or like, well, not that you were there for it, but like if you like, <laughs> I, I know you were there for it. But, like, I don't know if you like remember it, but that like, that thing that was like, dear David. Oh my God, the ghost. I told, I was like, she's going to talk about the Twitter ghost kid. Okay, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Because I follow yeah. that, I follow that artist now. And I was like, I didn't even realize it was the same dude until someone was yeah. like, I don't think you can just go back to posting art content after you do the dead kid on your Twitter. I don't think you can just go back to doing that. But like, apparently it was like people, even now people are like, oh yeah, no, you can see that the pixels are different and all of that. But like he kept that going for so long. See, I think like a text-based photo-based thing like that, I mean, I think you can at least get, like if you commit to something like that, maybe, yeah, you can do something like that. But like, I don't think like something like the, you know, grab him by the pussy or whatever. I don't think that could really be done today, you know, with like where it's just like, oh yeah, here is this news footage, this outtake, this guy got fired later. And then you kind of like, it's like, no, we can look up whether or not like, oh, I hey, I want to talk to so-and-so. I heard they fired, you know, this reporter. It's like, it's too easy for people to jump on that, especially since so many platforms now, like major news publications have digital culture journalists and stuff who's, they spend their time doing deep dives on like the same content that we cover. And it's like, yeah, like you, good luck, have fun wrinkles. You're not going to be able to do it now. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's sort of interesting that you bring that up because it is sort of true that like you couldn't really do like a sort of like an ARG sort of misinformation thing these days. But at the same time, I feel like misinformation is so common as well. Like weirdly, I feel like it's the worst information that's misinformation that spreads like like horse vaccine, not horse vaccine, horse medicine being like a cure. Uh, ivermectin. Hi, please do not take ivermectin. <laughs> If you are listening to this, please don't. I don't care what Alex Jones does. Don't do it. Yeah, it's the type of shit that like Alex Jones and like, uh, I don't know, Ben Shapiro or whatever say that spreads. But like, you can't have a fun ghost ARG anymore. <laughs> it's like the, the wrong misinformation is spreading. We need to get all the like. Yeah, nothing unhinged is going to be spread anymore. Like we can't have any mermaid sightings off the coast of Catalina Island. Like we can't have any of that because then all of a sudden Catalina Island is swarmed with CNN and all these other news sources being like, so where was the mermaid scene? Where was this footage taken? Like it's the, it's not fun anymore. We can't. And then everyone, everyone in their pocket now and on their computer has like um, some type of program where they can analyze pixels in a photo. And it's like, yeah, okay. If I, if I alter anything, good luck, you know, <laughs> unless you deep fry it. That's the only thing you can get away with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can't like edit your eyes to be bright violet and show it to your friends. Be like, this is me in my true form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, um, I mean, is there anything else you want to go over or talk about at all before we get into your shenanigan, if you have one? <laughs> oh, man, I'm still trying to like think of one. Can you tell us anything about any upcoming videos that you are working on right now, other than the Garfield <laughs> restaurant? Uh, well, yeah, that's the one I'm working on now. But um, 
Yeah, I'm working on a, for later this month, I'm working on a, another like sort of deep dive, sort of like the um, the Warrior Cats one and the Neopets one, um, which is very close to my heart and a lot of people have been Ooh. requesting. I think it's probably my most requested video. So yeah, I'm very Ooh. excited for that. I won't share it yet because that's okay. uh, classified, but <laughs> yes, I um, yeah, but it should be out later, this, uh, well, yeah, this month because it's still September for you, right? Yeah, today yeah. is September. <laughs> yeah, it's like awkward, like time. We love time zone yes. I was really worried today. I was like, I should message her to make sure that it is still the right day because I like did a whole Google search on like trying to figure out, okay, if it's 11 a.m. her time, then it's gonna, I know it's the day before my time, but then what time is that? So I did a whole, whole like, I checked three different clocks before I confirmed the time. <laughs> yeah, it's actually crazy. I was I had to like organize a bunch of um Discord calls with a bunch of people recently for like project thing and oh my god, it was such a nightmare. I got the times wrong like twenty times and I had to like do I had to do that same thing where I like cross reference like twenty different clocks to be like, okay, so like it's a day behind and it's like thirteen hours and it's like PST. Like, no, wait, it's CST. <laughs> I was like so confused. I was kept getting it wrong. It was like so stressful but I think I've got it figured out it's it's just a, a bit of an ordeal a hundred percent but it's cool that I mean as we've been talking about how the internet has evolved and technology has involved so you can't really do like hoaxes or anything like that that much anymore like I mean it's cool that we're able to their technology is advanced so like I can do this podcast with you and during pandemic like we're literally on opposite sides of the world <laughs> yeah I feel like people are sort of like it's easy to be like sort of like skeptical or like a little bit uncertain about like how technology is going but like I feel like it's like there's a lot of cool stuff going on as well oh yeah a hundred percent okay do yeah. we have a shenanigan now <laughs> okay yes yes I have a shenanigan <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like mulling it over my yours. head yeah okay the floor is yours. I don't know how old I was maybe like nine or ten yeah I think around that maybe a little bit younger but anyway me and my family we went on like a um it was sort of like a camping thing and uh we went to this place that was like a it had like a train and um yeah it, it had this like walk and there was a train there and there was like a big sort of like lake thing or it was more of like a river sort of thing we we did the walk and everything and it was all good and then we ended up going swimming in the uh in the river that was right by the train and that was all good and it was like fun we had fun like swimming and stuff and, and so we got out and <laughs> I <laughs> I got out to change and um I was like changing into my clothes and stuff and it was like you know when you're like wet and things sort of like take a while to like get on because like, oh yeah there's the the it, sticking the friction but it's yeah. like a suction cup to your legs yeah 100 percent. yeah for sure and so it was like taking a while to get on and then I heard the train coming and I was like stressing out and my dad was like um you might want to like hurry up because I think the train is coming I was like oh shit and so I was like going like as fast as I could and I, <laughs> I was trying to get my like pants on but you know I was like the friction was there and so literally the train came right around the corner and I fell over like forward and yeah I was uh, I had my my bare naked butt <laughs> facing the train that was filled with people <laughs> 
and I didn't I didn't see the reaction because I was I had face planted but it was uh it was very embarrassing and my family did not let me live that down it's still oh yeah (laughs) yeah at least you can laugh about it now even though I'm sure at the time it was mortifying you know like that's It was. I mean, I'm honestly glad I didn't see the people in the train because it was like one of those open ones at the side as well. So there was like, oh, <laughs> like fully able to just see. It was like a girl like struggling on the ground, ready to get pants on. Oh man, oh. <laughs> that was a a low point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a fun shenanigan though. At least you can laugh about it looking back. You know, it's not yeah, like you were for like. Sure. It's not like it was like a year ago, you know, like you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing, but yeah, like you said, it's it's pretty funny looking back. I mean, I I should have known better than to do it right beside the train tracks, honestly. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you again so much for coming on and chatting with me. Um, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Izzy's, which is I-Z-Z-Z yzzz or you can find me on uh twitter at the same thing but it's izzy's art and um on instagram but i don't really use it so (laughs) you can if you want but (laughs) i don't post just get those numbers up for her yeah yeah (laughs) you don't have to look at my stuff you can just subscribe what is the thing on instagram follow Follow? yeah (laughs) Yeah. i don't even remember so i'm gonna use it yeah Yeah, i'll have that all linked down below and uh all the swell shenanigan stuff will be linked down below and as always you can find us on uh spotify anchor google Podcasts, everywhere you find your podcast our youtube channel will be linked down below trying to get to a thousand subscribers over there so go ahead and hit that subscribe button always nice And that's going to be it. Thank you. Goodbye.